Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 104 it is Wednesday today not quite as chilly but kind of gray out today just sort of I don't know gray (laughs) there's like a mist kind of outside the window and all the trees are bare and everything's just sort of neutral we are in winter here in Cincinnati I already saw a picture in my mind of the image I want to use to go with today's podcast. (laughs) And it's green and brown and blue. It's a picture of the trees from the sequoias in September. (laughs) So I'm bringing some color in, even if outside the windows it doesn't quite look like that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that's the weather update. (laughs) Today I, I was, well, I'll just sort of jump right in. Last week when I was doing the New Moon Circles, one of my new clients that came, we were just looking at um, the way that she sees and moves energy. And I remember saying to her, you're a seeker. And I haven't used that word in a while. And when I said it, I was like, I love seekers. (laughs) Seekers are so cool. They're people who are constantly wanting to know what's beyond, what's next, what else is there to learn. And and they're always seeking knowledge, wisdom, information, truth, enlightenment, the way I understand or define a seeker. And when I was thinking about it this morning and just the word, I want to sort of just expand on it or <laughs> contemplate. <laughs> we'll use that word again. I'm going to contemplate the word <laughs> a little bit. Because it feels like there's information there for me and also for anyone who is matching the vibration I'm sending out today. When, well, just as a fun side note, when we got Guitar Hero, I don't even know, eight years ago, seven years ago, when it first came out, and I was obsessed with uh, playing it and being competitive and trying to beat everyone in my family and slowly realizing I couldn't. (laughs) There was a song by The Who called The Seeker on there that was so much fun. And I remember just loving the tune, the words, the energy of the song. So that's just a fun little side note on the word seeker. (laughs) For me though, in this moment, The image that I was playing with in my meditation is of a radio dial when when I was younger and we didn't have these fancy gadgets and cars like we do now, which I'm a huge fan of, absolutely love that I can play music now in my new car for my phone. (laughs) It's like the best. (laughs) The sound is better in this car. (laughs) I'm claiming it. 
But before I had that, when we were doing long trips, we would either listen to CDs, because that's all that would play in the car, or we would play with the radio station. The problem is when you're moving, for anyone who doesn't have Sirius or their phones connected to their cars, the old-fashioned kind of car that I've had for most of my life, you would have to seek new stations as you were driving and so you know moving through one city to the next you would know when you got to a big metropolis because there would be lots of options and then you'd be on the rural roads in between and there was nothing <laughs> and so you'd be seeking or at least that was what it was called in our cars that I remember you would push seek and it would scan the radio signal around you for any station and then it would pull them up as it found them and you could go from one to the next to the next to next and so you'd be seeking whatever the next number was on the dial and it would you know electronically find that for you or digitally find it for you I guess that's somewhat new because before you'd have to turn the radio dial the seek button wasn't even in the car <laughs> but the word the word seek and the image of the radio dial it it reminds me or shows me or proves the point like we seek something we can't see yet and something that is outside of our current experience or outside of us so we're looking ahead we're looking outside trying to find something new and then we seek each of those new things until we land on something that we like or that we want to get more of or listen to more and it feels like that in the path of self-growth or the path of enlightenment or the path of the soul, the journey of the soul, whatever words you want to use to describe this continuum, this pathway that we're all flowing along. From the time we're little, we're always learning. And once we've got our school learning done and we're in our job learning or our family learning, there's even more room for the soul learning to really expand. And as we as we are discovering or exploring, we're looking outside of ourselves for information, just like the radio stations. We're trying to find what we can't see yet or what we don't know about, and then tune into that vibration or channel and see if it's a match, if we find um, similarities or alignment with what that truth is, what that teaching is. And, you know, we're constantly seeking more and depending on the power, the urge of our need to seek, it, it changes how much we find and bring into our experience. So, for example, the person I was talking to last week, she's a seeker. She wants a lot of information, and she's soaking it all up, and it's powerful to witness. It's exciting to see. She's like a sponge just wanting to bring it all in. Some people, they seek just a little bit and then they bring it in and they want to sit with it and contemplate and explore and ponder and analyze and, you know, keep some of the nuggets and get rid of the pieces that don't match. And so they do it in tiny little um, cupfuls where some people are doing it in bucketfuls or truckloads. And there's no right or wrong way for anyone. It's however your urge, your momentum your movement is guiding you some people are very content to not seek 
they'd rather have the silence or they'd rather um, stay with the CD that's playing <laughs> in the CD player for the whole journey, which I've done that before. <laughs> I think it was a U2. <laughs> that's funny. It was a U2 CD and I, my poor daughter, <laughs> I think she was three. We must have listened to that CD. <laughs> I don't even know. However long it is to fill up 13 hours, 14, 15 times <laughs> from here to New York City, we listen to you too, that new album, It's a Beautiful Day, <laughs> over and over and over again. It's funny, to this day, she still tells me she hates one of the songs that is on that. Or maybe it was John Mayer. I think it was you too. <laughs> but anyway, we've done it that way before too, and, and there's nothing wrong with sitting on one station or one channel for a while and absorbing as much as we can from that wisdom, that teaching, and bringing it into, into our bodies. What I was aware of this morning is how we are, we are all moving towards this place where the seeking is going to turn inward. And for many, I believe it already has happened. You know, we're not playing with outside channels, outside teachings, outside learnings as much as we are, you know, meditating, doing yoga, being still, going inward, listening to our own truth. And perhaps we bring in little nuggets from other places, other people, but the majority of our time and attention is spent on uncovering our knowings, what, what we already know inside of us. And the more consciousness expands as it is right now, the more people will be turning inward and the more, the less seeking will happen and the more inner knowing, inner seeing will happen. What really brought this forward for me on Sunday, I created a meditation on our Sunday call. I think I mentioned it on Monday. And it was a chakra activation. And the visual, so I'll share it with you and you can play with it on your own or you can look on my website and you can purchase the actual meditation. It's an hour and it's incredible. But the visual was instead of us looking outside of ourselves and being scattered, having lots of our attention, our awareness in different places outside of our body, we start to pull, magnetize it towards us and bring it in, bring all of that um, infinite soul that is unique to each one of us that's doing all these different things here in this human journey and tracking all these relationships and going to all these places and accomplishing all these things when we harness all of that power and bring that into our bodies and then we get really still and quiet we can take our physical eyes close them and then turn our inner eye our third eye down to look into the center of our body energetically. So we turn off the physical seeking and we go inward and we are seeing our own energy inside of us. And when we look down and into our cavity of our body, there are chakras, energy centers that line up, they stack up on top of each other from our root at our hips all the way to our crown above our heads. Those energy chakras can be activated, can be turned on, the lights can be powered up. And when we do that, we see inside of ourselves all the information we've ever needed to know. 
We get clarity on our relationships, clarity on our abundance, clarity on who we are expected or not expected, who we chose to be here in this lifetime, clarity on how open or closed our heart is, clarity on the ways in which we receive information through our ears and express it through our voices, clarity on what we see with our third eye, and clarity on how we are connected to our own source, our God, from our crown chakra. All the information we need to know is inside of us. And it's just simply learning, practicing how to pull our energy in and be inside of ourselves so that we can become more aligned, more aware of our unique contribution as souls in human bodies in this lifetime. The more we practice that, the more we do that, the less we feel the need to seek outside of ourselves. And so occasionally things will light up. We'll want to participate in an event or we'll want to read a book or listen to a meditation or do a yoga class or whatever to bring in some extra um, energy, some extra chi, some extra community to bring in um, the next nugget that's going to help us expand our own knowing wider. But the base, the strength, the strength and the foundation of our self-growth, of our knowing, is already clear within us individually. And that, that pull to be seeking from outside starts to go away and we are calm and centered in our energy field, our unique vibration. And the more of us doing that, the more love expands on our planet because when we are in our bodies like this, our hearts naturally are just moving all of this energy out into the world from our filled up chakras, just flowing it out into the world. And so more love, expands around the globe. More gifts are expressed from this beautiful space of truth, everyone being their beautiful light and sharing it in the world. More amazing solutions are created to heal our planet. More fun. <laughs> it's just more fun when you're not seeking all the time and you're happy and centered in yourself. Life is just more fun. We expand uh, the healing we speed up the rate of the healing on our planet when we're all doing this inner work when we're all letting go of the need to seek and really activating how we see ourselves and express ourselves in the world so really it's like a win-win for you and me and everyone <laughs> So play with it, practice it, see how it feels to you. It's amazing to simply be aware of that shift from looking outside to looking within. All right, tomorrow I go pick up my daughter from college and we bring our girl home for the winter break. So I will not be making a podcast tomorrow, but I will be back on Friday. Have a great day, everybody.
Thank you for tuning in to today's vibration. Let's take this message of pure love out into all of our communities and continue expanding love here on Gaia. So much love from my heart to yours.